Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. It's me, Q, your bestie baddie, boo. And we are going to move into the next part of our ABC series where we're going over ABCs for baddies where basically I'm going to take a letter from the alphabet, break it down into one of the pillars of what it means to be a better baddie, go into some more detail about it, possibly give you a reflection question, action item, homework assignment of that such. And hopefully you take that and you you do something great with it. Let's get into it. Can I be honest with the people for a second? I went to go check the stats of my previous episodes on this and these episodes have been doing exponentially better than any other episode I've ever recorded. So, and also for some strange reason, there is a big influx of listeners in Seattle. Hey Seattle, what's up? What's good? Um, very shocking. I do not know anybody in Seattle. I don't know a soul in Seattle. So whoever is listening and sharing in Seattle, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. And um keep coming back, girl or boy. But yeah. So we are going to jump back into our ABCs for baddies and we are kicking it off strong with P power of the tongue so there's this bible verse that sums this up okay it's proverbs 18 21 death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof okay i feel like a lot of the like you know, woke mindset, positive mindset, culture is really based in religion and the Bible, but it's just a way to say, oh, I believe in myself, but ultimately they're all related. So power of the tongue, the things you say hold so much power. The things you say, you think it, you verbalize it, you hear it, you process it, okay? It stays with you. The things that you say, other people hear it. They process it. They think it. So that means stop calling yourself dumb. Stop calling yourself fat, stupid, any other negative word that you just so happen to call yourself. What's wrong with you saying, wow, I look really good today? What's wrong with starting small? If you don't think that you are pretty, what's wrong with just complimenting yourself? And I know that it can be hard to receive compliments from other people. So I know it could be hard to even say those things to yourself because you have to, in a sense, believe it. But I guess fake it until you make it. Like, say that nice things about yourself because those nice things are the things that'll come to fruition. So whether it's um, affirmations, prayers, setting your intentions, it's all the same. If you say it enough, you will become it. So ultimately, what do you want to become? Hmm. Alrighty. Next, we are going to go over to Q. This is my favorite letter because my name starts with a Q. And this is for quiet your inner critic. This one really ties to power of the tongue. It was not on purpose but now that i'm saying it out loud like they really relate so you know that nagging voice in your head right that voice is like you can't do that you're not good enough or you who do you think you are right 
this this voice inside of us is our inner critic and it's oftentimes the loudest i've talked about this before like we have a bias to negativity so anything that is negative we will pay more attention to that we will focus on that more than the positives i see it all the time so imagine you get a feedback survey about yourself right or about a presentation you did you automatically look for the negativity and you kind of glance over the positive remarks right because you're kind of like whatever what did they say about me now the inner critic is the voice that's going to trigger your self-doubt it's going to trigger um your self-esteem it's ultimately going to negatively impact your self-esteem it's going to demean your efforts and why why do we do that so let's quiet miss inner critic down and i've talked about this before like one of the techniques i've used and literally it is you imagining that inner critic as a person right and it is that person think about a person in your life where wherever you've met this person or create this person in the scenario right it's this person that whenever they start talking nothing they say makes sense and it's just like why why are you talking right now like you have absolutely nothing to contribute to this conversation what you're saying doesn't even make sense stop it that's your inner critic everything about your inner critic is annoying whatever they say they're just trying to get under your skin and they ultimately don't have your best interest at heart okay do that to sis okay and the best way to when you again when there's this person saying these outlandish things for instance if we are talking about how dinosaurs when it went extinct and then this person's like dinosaurs never existed like they just make that up right they're conspiracy theorists sorry inner critic they're conspiracy theorists they always say the most outlandish things and it's not even something you can sit and think hmm, you know what you may be onto something like completely outlandish like dinosaurs aren't real they never existed um blah 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 that's not the most outlandish thing i've ever heard that's all i can think of right now challenge that inner critic or that person with facts right well we have evidence that dinosaurs existed there are bones on exhibit in museums we can trace dna back to dinosaurs and we can trace their most recent ancestor etc right challenge that inner critic with facts and most importantly have compassion for yourself we do not treat ourselves nicely at all like you are probably the meanest to yourself you expect yourself to be the best perfect great and when you don't meet your own expectations you can really be harsh on yourself i've said some really mean things to myself and i'm like i wouldn't i like my friends have made way worse mistakes than me And I would never say the things I say to myself to them. So have some compassion for yourself. Okay. Be nice to yourself. Power of the tongue. Quiet the inner critic. Okay. Now I didn't say not take any critique from yourself because yourself knows yourself. And you know when it's like, "Mm, I could have done something better. We all have that. Just quiet the inner critic. The one that is nagging for no reason is not contributing anything just literally is talking just to talk um yeah let's move on to the letter r and r is for routine i love a routine i love my routine 
when I don't do my routine of any sort, because of course you have so many different routines, I, I low-key feel a bit of depression because I'm like, dang, I didn't do that that one thing for myself. Like having a routine is taking care of yourself. It's self-care. It's it's being there for yourself. Showing up for yourself, having that that like continuous routine, for lack of a better word. I was a teacher. And let me tell you, every human needs routine. As adults, we need routine. Children need routine. We would practice how to stand in line, how to get to the bathroom, right? Because kids are learning those things. We do routines all the time and they become habits. Going to the bathroom, you learn that at a young age, teacher reinforces it in school. You now know when you get to the bathroom, go in, close the stall, sit down, do what you gotta do go out wash your hands come back out and do what you got that stuff has to be taught it literally has to be taught it's not it's not intuitive I guess to young human beings I'm reading this book on the subject of bathroom before I jump into full force routine but I'm reading this book it's called educated and it's about this Mormon girl who grew up she was a a Mormon survivalist her family grew up off the grid for the most part, and most of their lives were dedicated to learning how to survive any disaster life throws at them. And she went to her grandma's house, and her grandma lived in regular society, and her she used the bathroom, and she didn't wash her hands. And her mom, her grandma was like, girl, go back in there and wash your hands. And she was like, for what? We don't, we don't do that. And she was like, get back in there and wash your hands so then she washed her hands and then when her dad came to pick her up from her grandma's house grandma came outside to daddy's truck and she was like hey like you don't teach these children how to wash their hands because i taught my daughter how to wash her hands which is the girl's mom i taught my daughter how to wash her hands so i know for sure y'all teaching this little girl how to wash her hands and then the dad had said basically i teach him how to not get their hands dirty when they use the bathroom so they don't have to wash their hands and pull it off now <laughs> that is a routine that that little girl was taught i'm gonna get off the subject of the bathroom but the book is really good i'm listening to the audiobook version of it it really is giving me what i need but routines everybody's making a routine and everybody makes every type of routine a workout routine skincare routine morning routine nighttime routine work routine okay you keep doing routines and they become habits i haven't read atomic habits but i've heard that it's really good everybody on the face of the earth has recommended it who read it but you should probably read it maybe i'll read it too i don't know but routines ultimately are going to help you alleviate stress in your life because it's going to help you create more time in your day and help you feel more in control of your day. I think the biggest problem people have when it comes to creating a routine is honestly figuring out how to do it. And sometimes, I mean, people don't even know what routines they need to create. So you can talk over with somebody like, how can I create this routine? What exactly do I need to do? Because sometimes you don't even know you need a routine for a particular thing. So getting out of the house in the morning, is that usually a smooth process for you? Do you know you need to do X, Y, and Z before you get in your car and crank up? If every morning is kind of like a conjumbled mess, 
maybe you need a morning routine. So the four steps that I say that you need is one, decide what routine you want to create. Okay. Second is to list the habits that create that routine. Because for instance, my morning routine requires me to work out. I need to create a habit of working out to add that to my morning routine. That itself is a routine, your workout routine. And then I would say, think about what'll be hard about implementing this habit and what'll be easy. So working out has been one that I have played with over the years. It's me going to a gym, me doing a YouTube video. So, or me working out in my gym, I mean my home gym. So creating that space in my garage. So what'll be hard? Like when I was going to the gym, what was hard was getting out of the house and making sure I get back in time and not feeling rushed. That that was hard, right? What was easy? It was easy for me to work out. But another thing that was hard was having the energy. So that means I probably need to wake up a little bit earlier, have time to open my eyes to the world, have a little snack before I work out, etc. So Thinking about your body, your needs, your life, etc. Think about that. What is going to be hard and what is going to be easy? And then I say start with that one habit. Keep going. Keep adjusting. Keep adding, subtracting. Like it is your routine. There's no right way to do it. There's no wrong way to do it. Nobody can tell you, well, you need to do this first. Because ultimately, it's your life, sweetie. Do it like it's your life. Do it like it's your life. Alrighty. We're almost there, guys. So S. S is for self-evaluation. Now, I didn't say it at the beginning of this podcast, but if you listen to other podcasts and you've heard me say that the purpose of this podcast is to help you become a more self-aware baddie, right? You become more self-aware by engaging in self-evaluation, I I do a lot of self-evaluation. I think I encourage all of you to also do a lot of self-evaluation. Both, not both, but all in all aspects of your life, right? Personal, professional, relationships, friendships, with your money, with your, I don't know, your house, like everything, right? So if you engage in self-evaluation, you're gonna grow and you're gonna develop because you're allowing yourself to look in the mirror, shine the flashlight. You're looking at the man in the mirror, okay? It allows us to, in a way, assess our our strengths, our weaknesses. It's gonna help us set goals and then make those necessary improvements to our behaviors and our mindsets. So when you do self-evaluation, you're becoming more self-aware, gaining a better understanding of your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. There is no better feeling than knowing who you are and knowing... Yeah, I feel this way. Yeah, I did react that way. There, There's no better feeling than knowing yourself. And ultimately, it's going to also help you make better decisions and help you become a better problem solver. Because when you know something so good, you just know how to... You hear me snapping? You just know how to... Bah, 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 bah. Okay? The reason why I want to say self-evaluation is more important than relying on external sources, aka other people to tell you about yourself is because it's going to empower you to live the life you want to live, the live the life that is meaningful to you, the life that is fulfilling to you, right? You shouldn't have to rely on other people 
to tell you you're this way or you do things this way. So how exactly can you start to self-evaluate yourself? Literally ask yourself those questions. So I think we are more used to actually evaluating ourselves in the workplace because we get evaluated in work. But in life, there is no, you're good at this, you're good at that. So we have to learn how to do that for our personal lives and with our relationships and interacting with people outside of the workplace because it's not really embedded in our everyday lives, which it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Um, So I would say I am going to include in this episode a web essentially and it's gonna have all these different extensions and you're gonna rate yourself from a one to a five in all of those areas and then you'll be able to journal and how can you make this a five so check that out it's a freebie you're welcome and it's in the show notes just download it and that is going to help you start the self-evaluation process all right baddies here's another one all of these are my favorite i mean i'm a baddie what could i say okay now it's time for the letter t t is for time management now you're probably saying right now quenisha time management really 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 so if you find that you're the type of person that's always running out of time you don't have enough time to do everything you want to do you're always running late for work you find yourself doing a lot of work outside of work hours you're unable to prioritize all your tasks you my sweet sweet darling may be a victim of poor time management okay So let me tell you, baddies are going to manage their time wisely because we know time is too precious to waste. I always say luxury is time. Time is luxury. How can you get more of that time so you can live a more luxurious life? How can you start to flex your time management skills? Okay. so I'm just going to for this one go through quick. I think it's four bullet points, four bullet points. Okay. number one, this is my favorite use a daily to-do list when you use a to-do list keep the point short and to the point the reason i say this is because you seeing yourself physically check off things or if you're using an app and you check it and it crosses out when you do that when you see that that you've accomplished something you automatically feel more productive and you maintain the momentum throughout the day so whatever you want to do if you do those things you're like wow look at me a baddie yes you are so if you ever want to talk about to-do lists feel free to dm me i love to talk about a good to-do list the app that i use is keep google keep if i'm using my phone but for the most part i like to write them down okay the second thing that helps me manage my time is to minimize my distractions when it's time to do what i need to do my brain gets bored when i'm not doing multi thing multiple things at one time i need to hear music i need to have a tv on in the background that i don't consider a distraction it's only a distraction if i'm trying to read because obviously i cannot read a book and listen to a tv show at the same time or i can't record a podcast and watch tv at the same time so i mean i can't always 
do the things that I quote unquote want to do. But minimize your distractions. And I think more so, I want to say minimize your distractions at work. When, when you find yourself coming home doing work that you have eight hours to do at work, I have a problem with you. I do. And I know sometimes it's like, okay, like I need to get home and finish these things up or some every once in a while. Sure. I get it. But if it's a daily occurrence for you, you need to reconsider something. So for those of you who are thinking, how do I minimize my distractions at work? I personally like to wear headphones. Even if my headphones aren't on, I have on headphones that are going to minimize the sound. What are, what are they called? Sound blockers or whatever. Like, I can't hear people talking, chit-chatting, because let me tell you, my ears, they go, oh, what did you say? If I don't cover my ears, then I will be in all of your conversations, and therefore, I cannot focus. Another thing you can probably do if you're getting distracted by your phone, move it. Put it in an inconvenient spot. Put it on silent. Um, I've started putting my phone on work mode. I can like put my phone in different modes and it'll silence certain certain notifications, etc. So there are a lot of different ways to do that. So find out what's distracting you when it comes to getting things done and remove that. Third thing is delegate when you can, okay? You don't have to do everything. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are more than likely a black woman or a woman of color. And you probably feel like you have to do everything. And you don't. You can have someone help you. I guarantee you, there's whatever you're doing, there's a way you can delegate the task. You can enlist someone to help you with it. You can ask whoever's around. Baby, you can even ask ChatGPT to help you. If you don't know how to do something, ask ChatGPT. Don't sit there and try to figure out how to do it, okay? And then the last one, which is very hard, it kind of relates to two, don't multitask. Do not multitask. So having the multiple tabs open, working on two things at one time, you're not going to effectively get task one done. Focus on one thing at a time, do that one thing, get it over with, and then go on okay i cannot i love to do more than one thing at a time but i can't effectively do more than one thing at a time so i can't cook and i can't write a podcast episode those two can coexist but me trying to work on them at the same time is not going to work something's going to burn this podcast episode won't get my full thought and it just won't happen it just won't happen, baby girl. So those are our letters for today. We have one more episode of this. So today we went over power of the tongue, quiet your inner critic, routine, self-evaluation, and time management. Don't forget you can get that self-evaluation freebie in the show notes. Go download it right now. Go evaluate your life, honey, per. And I will see you guys on the next one. Bye.